This is a HeadGum Podcast. New Year. You know what? How could we, like, <laughs> people might be thinking right now, how could we be laughing at a time like this? <laughs> because really, like, laughter should have gone on vacation for at least a day, right? Maybe we're a good part of our, us is also on vacation along with it. Well, maybe we're just wherever laughter is. I'd rather be on a forever vacation. Sure. Does that make sense? You could do it in your mind starting today. Welcome to Dynamic Banter, the show where Mike Falzone and I, I'm Steve Zaragoza, we talk about absolutely nothing <laughs> for like an hour. It's nice when you put it, when you wrap it up in a nice little bow. You like can that. wrap it up in a bow. <laughs> do you like wrapping up bows? Do you like I, wrapping presents? It's almost Christmas time. I do like wrapping presents. Ask me if I'm good at it. <laughs> Can you can okay? My answer to that, me, thank you, would be back to you. I hate wrapping presents. Uh huh. I like giving presents. You do like giving presents. I like giving presents. I don't like wrapping them, and I'm also bad at wrapping them. Sure. Doesn't that ruin the giving? Because well, you can I mean, give it to them knowing you know what it is, but it's shrouded. In paper. Well, let me ask you this. Okay. What's the difference between handing someone a wrapped present yeah. and watching them unwrap it in front of you and holding the thing you got them behind your back <laughs> for a little second and then saying, here's your gift? What's the difference? What's the difference? Wrapping paper. Wrapping paper. So, and which is a mess and trash and fun and you bought it so that it could be ripped up and thrown in the trash immediately you bought the experience of wrapping paper you bought the you bought you bought paper to wrap it up yeah and have it be torn to shreds instantly yeah in an excited fury but like really what it is to the person unwrapping it is also a mess have you ever unwrapped a present and not thought, oh, man, where am I going to put this? No, I thought, trash. now I get to throw it at whoever's holding the trash bag open. <laughs> yeah, but you are, you're assuming there is someone with a trash bag open. Or a trash bag is open. Somewhere. Or there's a trash bag nearby. Trash can. Trash, featuring, trash, trash can featuring trash bag. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty good. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> I just feel like presents are for like when you want to give someone a gift, but you don't want to watch them open it. <laughs> Speaking of which, we just elected a new president. What? The we 45th elect- presence of the United States was just elected. Did you know that? Presents? Yeah. <laughs> How important is the presence? The president presidency? <laughs> the present is in Oh, it's very important. You control so much. How many presents have there been before this one? 44. <laughs> well, Whoa, was that a giant duck? <laughs> most likely. <laughs> if I was to guess. Um, you don't like wrapping paper. I don't like that. I just... 
I like it when it's like you've bought something very early and you live with the person that you're giving it to. Too specific. And you don't want them to find the thing you bought them. Right. So you wrap it in a thing and you keep that thing somewhere else where if they find said thing, all they can do is shake it. Why don't you just wrap it in somebody else's apartment? There's no chance of them finding it. Well, if I was going to do that, I would just keep the thing I got for that person at that apartment unwrapped. Yeah. Like I, but I'm not opposed to buying like a bag. You know what I mean? One of those happy gift bags. <laughs> One of those jovial bags. Yeah. Cause guess what? You can reuse that wrapping. You can. Oh, so it's an environmental issue. Not really. <laughs> I would I'm say trying the, to I would figure, say the environmental I'm trying part of it. To figure out why you don't like unwrapping gifts. Let me just so say this. Much. Let me say this re- right quick. Uh, <laughs> it's not about. First of all, it's not about Christmas. Can we get that I don't out think of the anyone way? Anyone said that it was and, uh, until and, this point. And second of all, it's not about birthdays. <laughs> this is about me and you two grown men talking about presents you're not wrong <laughs> you're not wrong i think the environmental aspect of it is a nice bonus i you call it a bow on top i'm more of a um i like uh practical gifts <laughs> okay all right i like things that can be pretend- potentially reused and held behind a back. Like a gift bag. <laughs> I just feel like the idea of tearing something to shreds to get to the thing you want yeah. is very strange. It's a metaphor for life. I would love to tear through this earth to get to what I want. Magma. Mantle. <laughs> larva. Hot larva. Hot larvas? A fry baby? A fly baby? Yeah, when you get to the center of the Let me have a sip of this. That's a candle. I just feel like wrapping paper makes a mess. And it's particular. Do you find it exciting to tear open a gift? Yeah. (laughs) You find that more exciting than just being given a gift? No, it's different. It's what leads up to the... It's like but that's you want to fly in a helicopter and I want to fly in jet plane. I need a runway to get up to the air for jet plane. You just want to go. I'm saying the. Excuse me. I'm making a sound. <laughs> is, which sound is a, it that you're attempting to make? I'm making the hover sound. I'm saying that my runway is just not being able to see the gift right away. Unless. And then you, and then a vocal, hey, man, I've got a gift for you. Are you ready for it? It's behind my back. Here it is. And then surprise. Because all you really want, you, know, you don't want the wrapping paper. You're not going to keep that. No, you want the experience of tearing off the wrapping paper. No one wants the wrapping paper. But like you want the experience of tearing off 
the wrapping paper so that you can make a mess in your friend's home? No, not so you can make a mess, so you can be surprised at the thing that you unveiled from the wrap. No one looks forward to keeping the wrapping paper or the mess. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying that the ripping through it is not worth all the bad stuff that comes with ripping a gift. Do you like egg omelet? Hmm. Do you like scramble egg? Can you ask me again on the next episode? Yeah. Okay. Did you know that in Japan they uh, love a little cartoon character that's a depressed egg? (laughs) (laughs) Did you know this? I didn't. Well, something to think about. (laughs) I'm thinking about it right now. (laughs) Why don't you tell me a little bit about this egg? Well, I'll tell you. It's a little cute egg boy, baby. It's got a little face and little hands. Sure. And it's a very sad egg. <laughs> <laughs> People love it. People love it. What is the They have it all Can in all. Can you give all. me a day in a the life? They ha- yeah. They feature this boy or girl <laughs> in several different fun situations and instances. Such as? Such as sleeping. <laughs> You're starting with the most exciting? (laughs) All right. You want me to give you the most exciting? I mean, whatever. There's one where it's riding on top of Godzilla. (laughs) There's such a vast difference between what you just said. Oh, there's a valley. (laughs) Between sleeping and riding on Godzilla's back. It's quite a journey, yeah. I like this egg. I like looking at it. It's cute. Some of them are in the form of a stress ball okay. that you can squish. It's like a clear egg, <laughs> and inside he's the like the yolk. <laughs> what is so? What is? Does this thing have a particularly <laughs> shiny outlook on life or something? I like think that? it's sad. <laughs> I think it's sad. Do you want me to find out? Why do people love it so much? Because it's adorable. It's cute. It's just a sad. It's a sad, cute egg. <laughs> <laughs> Does this thing have a name? Yes. And I'm going to butcher it if I don't find it right now. And here she blows. Uh, <laughs> it's called Gude Tama. Okay. Gude Tama. Raina would know. Raina knows. Yeah, Raina would know. Or Will. Would Will know? Will might know. I feel like Will has slipped out of the Japanese culture obsession a little bit. He still likes Japanese girls. But who am I to say such a a thing? He's still into Japanese girls, yes. Yeah. That's it. That's all I know for sure. Gude Tama. Sounds like you want to say a bunch of other stuff. Here's here's an image of of him. And what is he saying, Mike? First describe what's happening. Well, he's laying on his side, not unlike a Jabba. And there's a cracked egg to his immediate right and some yolk. And he, as the, what is that? The yellow part. Talk the bubble. Yolk oh, the yolk. Yeah, yolk. Is completely out of it and kind of lounging on his side. And there's a, a thought bubble. And he's the yolk, by the way. He's the yolk with kind of a grimace looking face. He says, the future. Ellipses. I can't. <laughs> so that's kind of what that's like. 
<clears throat> image description. Over. He can't. Do you understand? Yeah. I get it. Gude Tama. Let me look at let me look up his Wikipedia, okay? So far I'm not getting it. I'm not identifying with the Gudu Tama. What do you mean? On the same level. I don't see the appeal. Oh, he's a uh, he's a Sanrio baby. He's a Sanrio surprise. I don't know what that means. Well, Sanrio is a, a company that originated the Hello Kitten. <laughs> Do you know what I'm talking about? The High Cat. The High Cat. Yeah. Um, Gunetama is a Sanrio character introduced in 2013 based on an egg lacking <laughs> in spunk. <laughs> His name is a play on Gude, Gude. <laughs> Used to describe someone with no energy or strength <laughs> and possibly Tama from Tamago, which is egg. So they combine those two things. No strength egg. <laughs> Direct translation. No, no energy egg. No spunk egg. <laughs> Gude Tama came second in a Sanrio contest known as Food character election. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> what? <laughs> you know, yeah. Mike. We were all very aware <laughs> of the food character election. <laughs> oh shit! Is it 2016? In our food character election, we got a carrot. <laughs> <laughs> A pumpkin. We almost got a sour apple, <laughs> but at the last second, we got ourselves a squash. <coughs> this was a course held from September 3rd, 2013 until December 1st, 2013. And the winner, the winner <laughs> was what? Wait, hold on. Oh, so Gudetama <laughs> was second place. Number one was Kitty me, chan and Kashiwan Komochi came third. What do you think those guys are? <laughs> Can you see them in front of I'm you? I'm gonna right now click them. Okay, I'm gonna right now click them. I want to say the who do you think? <laughs> one of them is an a single scoop ice cream. Well, cone. that's what I was just gonna ask. I was gonna say, who do you think came in? Wh who do you think in the food character election? It's too much to guess what they were and what place they came in. Okay, that's too much. <laughs> um, you know what? I can't really tell because they're not showing. Hello, welcome to this unofficial Sanrio wiki. We are mainly an imageless wiki. <laughs> oh, no. Imageless? Imageless. Images of Sanrio characters. What a sad, self-aware website. Wow. So check this out. The Sanrio Corporation does not allow their characters to be displayed under Sanrio copyright <laughs> law. Okay. <laughs> So you can't see them here, but I'm going to find out. Well, this is a seems like a dead end. You know, especially there. Yeah. 
How do you spell this goddamn shit? You just copy paste. Do you not copy paste? I don't paste? have time for a whole copy paste. No, but this is, it's a time saver, I think, if you do it correctly. Okay, you know what? I'm going to do it right now. Copy? The worst part about copy paste on the iPhone is you got to grab those little blue dots. You don't have to. You go, you select the word, right? Have you never done? I'm listening. You select the word and then you let go and that little menu pops up and you just press the word select and then it selects that word. You press in the middle of word. Yeah. Yeah. I did that. Uh-huh. And I see no option for select. I see copy, look up, The speak. word is already selected. Right, but not the second part, which I need to pull that little blue boy over so to So you this. just pull the the last blue boy. Yeah. Yeah. But sometimes when you're pulling the last blue boy, you're like, oh, fuck. It just selected every fucking thing on the page. Yeah. And now you got to like perfectly match it. And it's already taken longer than me just typing it into Google. <laughs> you already have the gigantic phone. I got a big fine. <clears throat> oh, okay. You ready to find out what Kitty Me Chant is? I just want to say, can I say one thing before that? Yeah. If guinea pigs had a sports bar, if guinea pigs opened up a sports bar, your phone would be the TV on the wall above the bar. <laughs> yeah, it would. And someone would be like, whoa, that's a big TV. <laughs> and one of the guinea pigs would say that. Yeah, I got one of them big TVs. <laughs> squeaky, squeaky. Are you ready to see, Mike, who won the food character election? <laughs> Can I guess what they are? The I gotta be two? honest with you. Yeah, let's. We'll first try to guess what this one is. Okay. How this many one, do I have? I'll give you three guesses. Okay. Um. Stop. Can me I when just I'm give right. you a hint, really quick? Okay. It won't be too obvious. Okay. I think it's ugly as fuck. It's ugly as. I fuck? think it's disgusting, and I prefer. And it's a food. The egg baby. Well, yeah, it was in the food election. So I'm thinking, because you think it's ugly, it's some sort of a meat-related. It's like a like a heart, like a baboon Okay, heart. that's a good guess. Is it a bleeding you, heart? Is that your first guess? That's my first guess. Your first guess, guess is that the winner of Japan's <laughs> is a food challenge election. A bleeding sheep heart. A bleeding sheep heart. Bleeding. E-E-D. A believing sheep heart. That's the one. Incorrect. That's one guess gone. You get two more. How can I get a hot cold meter? Am I hot? Am I cold? You're cold, baby. I'm cold? You're ice cold. This is gross. You're vanilla ice. You're Mr. Freeze. (laughs) Well, that's not good. I don't know what else you find gross. Bean... One bean? No. Uh, you got one more guess. No hint? You, you think it's gross. That was the... I think it's gross, and it's also... <clears throat> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to say it's a slice of something. <laughs> oh. Is it a pizza? No. Okay. That was your third guess. Yeah. Ready? Yeah, yeah. What is that? It's like a slice of fish. But it's not with a. It's like a slice of fish. The story must be carrying this one because it's not very aesthetically. It's pleasing. gross looking. It's the grossest looking thing I might have ever seen. Yeah, but it's not even like cute. No, not even a little bit. I don't want to. I don't want it to do anything. But this won the food election. Huh. 
Which is kind of, it kind of mirrors our own election, doesn't it? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Look at that cute little thing. It's in getting picked up by Chopstick. <laughs> yeah. It's, I, so I guess it's. do you it's, think you got that little t-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> From boysshirts.com. <laughs> Kimi is a Sanrio character introduced in 2013 based on a filet. She is a star in the sliced food world. <laughs> oh, she's the best thing since sliced food. Community jump first became a fillet on August 31st. She is very good with very good <laughs> friends with Come on, Boko Chomp. On her English official Sanrio website page, she can be seen fishing in a boat with Kamoabokoshan. Kimiri-chan has her own song called Oishiku Taetene, which she sang in a band with friends Taekun, Sama-kun, and Kamoabokoshan. There's your information, Mike. All Thank right. you. <clears throat> so the the fully informed the slice of fish fillet yeah. can be seen fishing for more fish and lead, leading a band and leading a band and also wearing the tiniest of shirts. <laughs> Are you ready to find out what the third place food item in the food character election was? Single scoop ice cream cone. Now I know you did say that earlier, and sticking, I do appreciate it. Sticking with, you're gonna stick with that as your first guest. Yeah, guest. Hot or cold? Uh, well, actually, I'm finding out right now. Okay. <clears throat> what am I supposed to do in the meantime? What Steve? the fuck? What is it? What the fuck is that? <laughs> is there something on your phone? It's. I'm looking at what it is. Oh, what the character is. Yeah, I'm looking at what the character is. I thought is. maybe a pop-up came up and you were alarmed. How dead on are these pronunciations? I don't actually know at all. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like you got a shot. Okay, well, I'd like to hear from our Japanese-speaking audience. <laughs> if, if I'm nailing these pronunciations... Well, okay, so very I have it I have it here and I'm not sure what it is. It doesn't tell you. Well, I let me okay, let me read its wiki. <laughs> Silently though. <laughs> oh what? Okay, okay. Am All I right. gonna guess it? Is it even possible to guess? I'll give you a shot. Do you want to stick with a single scoop yeah. ice cream cone? Uh-huh. <laughs> Is it that? That's incorrect. Okay. <clears throat> Hot or cold? Cold. Ice cold. Okay. So uh, give me a hint. It's a food item that largely is not a United States-based food item. Squid. Some sort of a squid? Is it a caramel? It's not squid. Some sort of seed. Bed nectar. I'm going to say it's not from the sea. Fuck. I don't know, man. I'm not that cultured. All right, ready? Yeah. 
it's a it's a rice cake. Oh. All right. What's and the rice with the, cake with deal? the features of a dog? It looks like a bu- like a rabbit with a. Uh, it definitely looks like a rabbit. A little bit. So if I if I t- uh, click on what's this thing's deal? Kashiwa mochi. It shows me that it's kind of like you ever had mochi. No, but it looks nice. It's, it's visually pleasing. Mochi is delicious. Uh, it's like an ice cream inside of a, like a, a rice shell. Great. And it's delicious. So that's 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 that. Uh, is it a sad rice ice cream well, situation? Let's actually find out. It says here. Spunkless <clears throat> ice cream. Also dog. See also looks like a dog a little bit. It says here, Kashiwan Komachi is a rice cake with features of a dog. He is the eldest son of three siblings <laughs> and appeared in a food shop with Botawanka, Sakuwanka, Shiomamiwanka, and Ugisu san. And that's his whole family. So his claim to fame is he once appeared in a food <laughs> shop <laughs> next to other food. Yeah, if this was a, if this was like the wrestling world, would this be a popular wrestler? I don't. I'm not invested. <laughs> I don't know how to root for this thing. Um, what do you do? Hope it shows up again. Getting back to Gudetama, it says. Gunetama is hard to motivate and has a negative defeatist attitude. (laughs) On his official Twitter account's profile comment, he says that he goes through trouble and murmur every day and that he only does it because great people told him to. Listen, little egg, <coughs> you got a choice. You could be happy or you can kind of. Or you can be very sad. <laughs> <laughs> and it's up to you, you know? I'm not going to tell you what to do, but be sad. Here's what this part says He believes that someday he will be eaten. Oh, okay. He is not always unhappy, though, as he puts on, <laughs> uh, puts us. As he puts a smile on in a video asking people to vote for him. (laughs) But unfortunately, someone put him down saying that he was desperate. (laughs) A thirsty little sad egg. He's thirsty, that poor boy. Yeah, there it is. That's uh, that's That's the story. Um, I don't know how I feel about it. Well, I like it. I think it's adorable. I've seen it in the shops. Uh, <laughs> Do you have any things? No, I don't. But you know what? Let me give you guys our P.O. box so you can send Mike and I all <laughs> of the gunetama. <laughs> and also, if you get a chance, tell Steve which documentary <laughs> <laughs> Jack White was in. Um if you want to send Mike and I some stuff, uh, there is a mailing address for the source fed office. 
uh, which we will both be able to receive since we both work there. I think they just throw our stuff in the garbage. They might throw our stuff in the garbage, but I'll, if I have anything to say about it, I'll rescue it. If it's addressed to Candace, someone will get it. <laughs> You're right. And play with it. Uh, you can address some stuff for Mike and I if you want uh, using attention source fed, and then you can also put attention attention. Atten- so you could you should put attention source fed and then dash Mike Felzone and Steve Zaragoza or like attention dynamic banter or something like that. And uh, the address is 6433 Topanga Canyon Boulevard, number 805, Canoga Park, California, 91303. <laughs> you can send Mike and I all <laughs> of the eggs that you'd want to send. Send us brown eggs, <laughs> fried eggs. No. I don't scrambled eggs. Sad eggs. Sad egg. Good etamat. You should send you can send Mike and I all the good etamat that you want. <clears throat> I can't I don't know if I can get behind his, his demeanor, his general demeanor. He's a real sad egg. <laughs> <laughs> He's not a bad egg, mind Have you. You met Gude Tama is a real sad egg. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's he seems like a nice guy. Okay. I'd like to get to know him. Well, you talked to him at the Christmas party? The Griswold's Christmas party? The Griswold's Christmas party. Second I think, annual. I think that Peter Gilroy might have gone as him for Halloween. <laughs> Is that real? I think so. <laughs> I think that's terrific. I'm into it. Hey, guess what tonight is? What is it? Uh it's uh November 11th, which means that me and Elliot Morgan and Andrew Delman are uh, over there at the Tucson Comedy Festival. Oh, cool. At the TIM Improv Movement, the Improv Movement Theater. That's Tim's movement? Tim's own personal movement <laughs> theater. <laughs> are you guys Tucson, doing a, are you road tripping it or are you frying? Yeah. Which one? Ross was supposed to be in, but he backed out today. Did he really? Yes. God damn it. And I only bring that up now because I'm mad that I already made an Instagram flyer and tagged him. That had his name in it? Yeah. Well. Normally I wouldn't bring him up. Well, I'll tell you this. It sounds like he really, really. um, He has another gig and I'm happy for him. It sounds like he got another gig. He did get one. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) I'd like to come, but I will be in Ohio. That's okay. I also, to be fair, I didn't invite you to come. Oh, okay. Guys, uh, real quick, I'd like to take a moment uh, in the middle of this podcast to uh, let you guys know that it's time for a sponsors. Oh, hell yeah. It's time to talk about a sponsor because, and I'll tell you why real quick. (laughs) The sponsors let Mike and I get more of our podcast out there. Makes us help out time. (laughs) (laughs) And just on the long short of it. (laughs) These sponsor, I'll tell you right now, make day long. Sunshine. These sponsor all time. Make it out of it. Happy. Happy smile come sponsor time. We want this because this was the only ride to want of it. Though. 
like the whole podcast is is in a parking garage. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to this podcast where Mike and I are in my garage and the car <laughs> engine is running. In this is the engine run, the carbon monoxide <laughs> podcast where we talk just until it's dangerous and then we open up the garage door and we stop. My finger's on the button the whole time, so yeah. it's not. We're fine. <laughs> yeah. We're not We're not hurt or anything. That's also not entirely true. Mike, let me tell you something, man. I've been tossing and turning throughout the night recently. So guess what about it? I couldn't be happier when we partnered with Lisa Mattress. Lisa Mattress. Lisa mattress little some mattress that is l e e s a mattress and i'll tell you what about it i ordered that dang thing online and it came compressing a box the size of a miniature refrigerator how do they get the mattress in the box you know what man i'm gonna have to go ahead and assume dumbledore is invo- involved in it and must have been <laughs> and guess what dude i haven't slept better in my entire dang life oh f Lisa is the most ingenious mattress ever, rated number one by Consumer Reports over all other direct-to-consumer foam mattresses. Uh, Number one, baby! Number one! Lisa's perforated top top layer keeps you cool and provides the perfect cushiony bounce. Lisa's memory foam middle layer cradles and contours perfectly near money. And Lisa's inner core provides long life durability and edge support. And it's 100% American made and built specifically for using their universal adaptive feel sleep technology. Simply stated, ladies and gentlemen, you're guaranteed the best sleep ever. Get ready to have dreams. No more mattress store sales pressure or one minute mattress auditions. Lisa is the Tom's Shoes. Or the Warby Parker of the mattress in mattress industry. Lisa donates one mattress to a shelter for every 10 we sell. So guys, let's get on that. If every one of us buys 10 mattresses, we could start our own shelter. We could have every homeless person on a mattress. They can rest their skeleton's bones down onto the most comfortable mattress that everybody put their bone on down. No bones about it. Lisa gives you a 100-night risk-free trial. Love your mattress or they'll pick it up for free and refund your money. Guys, order now and save 75 bucks when you go to lisa.com slash banter. That's L-E-E-S-A dot com slash banter. Or use our promo code banter at checkout. I enjoyed that. Enjoyed all of it. Me too, man. Oh, <sighs> you know what, dude? What's I that? find my phone. Go ahead. I'm going to go find my phone. Go, go. Because there was a segment I wanted to do last week. Okay. Called, I got some notes. I'm going. So I got to find the notes. Okay. <clears throat> Maybe what I'll do is I'll play a little something while everybody waits. Right. Does that work for you? Yeah. What would you, what would you play? Um. I'll <clears throat> This is what I want to play really quick. I 
think I got it. I think I got it. No? And welcome back. Thank you for that. Bam. You're welcome. Oh, they got a segment called I Got Some Notes. And these are just some notes that I uh, I talked into my phone. And uh, while I was getting around uh, the other day, and I, I told myself that I, I wouldn't uh, change any of the spelling. It was just like, as as the phone heard it, that's, what, that's how we're going to talk about it. And I'm also about a week and a half removed from all these, so I don't remember any of them. So you're saying that you spoke into my like voice your memos text or whatever dictation thing, yeah. and it just copied what you said, yeah, or what it thought down I said. as closely as it could. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, I have uh, three notes. All right. <clears throat> First one says, "Dingo's bad." <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? Uh, I think I remember uh, what I was saying here, and that is uh, Ringo is bad. Oh, Ringo's bad, yeah. I, uh, For whatever reason on my phone, I have a newer Ringo Starr album, <clears throat> and it's not good. His all-star band? Yeah, no one's telling him that it's not good. You know, I gotta be honest, man. Paul Simon also put out a real stinker recently. Is that real? Yeah. How is that even possible? Well, I think it's because... These guys get old and they've got nothing else to say, really. And yeah. so they're just rocking until the end of days. Why not, like when you're 75, start covering somebody else's songs? <laughs> what if what if Ringo started covering Motley Crue songs? Yeah. That's or Paul good. Simon started covering Christina Applegate. <laughs> Christina. Fiona Applegate. Fiona Applegate is the one. That's the one. Christina Apple. I will say this. I love these boys. I respect them. I think they're amazing musicians. But Quentin Tarantino is decided. He's a horrible musician, but he's decided he's doing two more movies and then he's out. Interesting. He says he doesn't want to be an old man trying to like force his movies back into the pop culture. Yeah. Stuff. That's going to be me as a YouTube person. Yeah. I'm going to be old and I'm going to be forcing it. And no one's going to ask for it. No. But I'm going to give it to them. Who's the oldest YouTuber right now that's still getting views? I don't, does Zay Frank still make? Zay Frank might still be making videos. Does he still make videos? I think so. What about uh, Elliot Morgan? He's a pretty old man. <laughs> He's getting up there in age. What about Renetto? I don't know who that is. What about Tim Solomon? No, no one's gonna know who I'm talking. I don't know who that is. What about the Bath Boys? Michael Buckley. I love Michael Buckley. Yeah, he's still making videos. Yeah, he is more entertaining now than ever. I agree with that. He's he's let loose. He's out of his mind now. Yeah, he let loose. How much? I got to spend most of my Toronto trip with Michael. Really, that's such a treat. Yeah, he's great. I every time I go to a playlist, which has been like three or three years now. Yeah, uh, I spend the majority of it with Michael Buckley, and it's a dang pleasure. He's kooky. He's just a really funny, smart, amazing person that I love very much. He's never off. He's never off. He must get very tired in a good he way, though. Sleep. I'm like, how can this person be like that all the time? Yeah, that's and a great not point. Sleep, and he doesn't sleep. Does he not sleep? He doesn't sleep. I've never seen him sleep. Does he not sleep? 
<laughs> Note number two. Oldest undercover cop. <laughs> That's a little appropriate to what the question I was just asked. Is that right? Uh, well, yeah, because we were just talking about older YouTubers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Uh, I saw a man. He was old. <laughs> and he had a backpack on and a backwards baseball cap, snapback uh-huh. baseball cap. And okay. I said, that man looks like the oldest undercover cop trying to buy drugs from teenagers. <laughs> and then I was going to ask you and the rest of the podcast, how old do you suppose the oldest undercover cop could be? Well, I was going to say... You're trying to sell weed to high school That's kids. what I was going to say. Like, could an undercover... How old... Could, what's the oldest the cop could be Can to try be... to go to a school as a student <laughs> <laughs> and pretend... To sell drugs to other kids his age. Follow up question. Can you be 62 <laughs> and have a Jan sport bag with your initials on it and have white hair and try to sell weed to high school? So, kids? did you think this guy looked like he was trying to dress like a high schooler? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he had his shirt tucked in and shit. You know, like the kids do. I don't think you can get away now with in very- 1992. I'm going to be honest with you if I can. You can always. I don't think I I don't think you can be very old and get away with that. Right. Fair assessment. You're not going to find an argument at up out of me as far as that goes. <clears throat> I got one more note. It says Santa Monica Staples <laughs> As wrestling Fred. <laughs> like go into the Santa Monica stables as wrestling Fred? Maybe. I don't know. Do you not know what that means? I have no idea what that means. Two, three, four, two, one. And. But I think that could be interesting. I'm into it. I'm into it. I don't know what Fred's looking for in Staples. Would like with so you're the creator of that character. Sure. What it? What would he go in there and get? Breath mints for the office. Why into Staples though for that? Because they have them in in bulk. Round back. Can I read to you a note I have in my texts uh-huh. notes? I've got a note here that says skeletons bones. <laughs> I really do. I'm interested. Can I tell you I was in an office max the other day? Speaking of stables. Yeah, was, all these are flowing quite nicely. Uh and I uh bumped into a very funny Viner Twitter woman named Mackenzie Beckett. Okay. You uh, familiar with this woman? I don't think so. Well, I bumped into her and I hadn't seen her in quite some time, but I think she's a very funny woman and you reminded me that I bumped into her and I want to make a video or two with her. Apologizing? Oh, I want to apologize to this audience about the about Bumping into this woman. Bumping into this woman. Yeah. Whitney Moore and I came up with a vlogger named Apple Zimmerman. (laughs) (laughs) And he has a show with his dog, and it's called Zimmerman and Sugar. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dude, can I I tell you something? Yes. Is Is that done? 
Yeah. One? I, I had one more real quick. I want to go back into mine because this is fun. There's a church there when we were in Delaware. Yeah. There was a church with a strange name. And so I came up with an even stranger name, uh, which is Bible Jesus Church of Religion. Okay. <laughs> and I have that written down. Bible Jesus. Bible Jesus Church of Religion. Okay. <laughs> it's it's non-denominational. Yeah. Like and that. it's uh, mostly focuses on Bible Jesus. <laughs> this is, we pretty much stick to Bible Jesus here. This is just strictly Bible Jesus we're talking about in <laughs> <Yeah>. this church <laughs> of religion. <laughs> this particular one. Yeah, you won't get outside of Bible Jesus here. Not at this one. Uh, uh, go down the street if you want to get outside of... of... If you want the tales of Jesus outside <laughs> the Bible. <laughs> Like the one where he went jet skiing <laughs> with the angels. We got no mall adventures with Jesus here. <laughs> this is strictly BJ. The story C. of Jesus and the dragon is not here. You're it's not going to hear that one here. It's not. Not that we're not a fan of that story. Oh, it's a great story. We don't. Not here. That's not here talk. This is Bible Jesus. Go ahead. What do you got, Mike? Me and Whitney Moore and Bree Esrig had to do a SourceFed podcast the other day. Okay. And uh, it was the end of a very long day. And uh, we wondered if we can do it as characters. And all three of us did a whole SourceFed podcast as ASMR Oh my video God. makers. That's great. And uh, it was Bree's show. She has her character's. Tracy Tingles. Is that the one? <laughs> yeah. That's and really good. I was Dylan Montgomery. <laughs> Montgomery? Montgomery. Okay. Who can remember these things? Yeah. And then Whitney was like our fan, but she was just getting into ASMR. Oh, okay. And so she, she was an invited fan. Right. She has like a speech impediment. Okay. And so we don't think she's good, <laughs> but she's rich. So oh, she like okay. bought her way onto the show. So it was good. I think it was good. I oh, when can I hear it? It went on for. It reminded me of a dynamic banter. Episode I love that because there were some times we were all we couldn't blow out the mics because they were all turned all the way up because it's ASMR stuff. Right, right. And so we couldn't laugh. So we had to like laugh off mic. And I laugh at you know. I laugh at everything. Oh, I laugh at everything too. So it was it was good. It was fun. When can I hear this? I don't know. Probably three weeks. When does that shit come out? I just don't know. All right. I can't tell you. I wish you knew. That'd be a better plug. Back to the notes. Just subscribe to the SourceFed podcast. Back to the notes was the working title of the third Back to the Future movie. <laughs> Back to the notes. <laughs> Do you remember that? Yeah, it was the, yes. Doc Brown had a big math test and he <laughs> needed to take notes. Doc, that's the one where Doc Brown needed to show all his work. That's the one with teenage Doc Brown and old Marty McFly. <laughs> and he, oh, <laughs> and he has to teach old Marty McFly back has to, to teach. No, back to the notes. He has to teach young Doc Brown how to be a high school student. <laughs> so he could go sell drugs to high school. Well, kids. he's got to get old enough to make the time machine. <laughs> He's got he's to gotta be smart about it. I have here. This is my stand-up notes. Okay. List. Okay. I want it. An elevator is just a tiny room doing its best imitation of a staircase. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. I like that. 
Do you truly believe that, or is that just jokes? I don't truly believe that. Okay. I think it's a just. A joke. I think there's part of me that believes that. It's just a gag. It's just that's just for gags and gigs. Okay. Here's another one. Okay. Have you ever had a friend that spits so much when they talk to you that you have to start changing the way you dress around them? <laughs> Here comes the tag. Can't wear tank top around Jeff. <laughs> because you're going to get wet. You're going to get wet arms. Another one? What do you got? <clears throat> this one's called Eye Wash. Okay. I think all emergency eye wash stations should have audio instructions. Why is that in there? I think I accidentally put it in there, and then I thought it was really funny, so I left <laughs> it in there. I didn't know you could put pictures in notes. You could do all kinds of things now. Wait, you can do all sorts of things now, is what you just said. Just about life, or? Yeah. Turns out you can do all sorts of things in life. Were you not paying attention last night? Certainly wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't hear over the retching. <laughs> the projectile vomiting off of the balcony here at my apartment. <laughs> Interesting. Can I give you a joke here? Yeah. Whitney Moore and I came up with a t-shirt idea um, that has a picture of C-3PO on it. I P3PO. think I told you this. Did I say this already? No. We, have a, we came up with a t-shirt idea and it's got C-3PO on it and it says... Underneath him, one, two, three, bo, <laughs> and there's a talk bubble that says exterminate, and it has the Star Trek logo on it as well. All right. So it's like everything wrong on a T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd have to see it. Oh, you're gonna see it. I think I want to see it. Exterminate is what the Daleks say, by the way. Okay. The dollops of whipped cream? No, Daleks. Dog legs? <laughs> um, the famous grooming company? <laughs> don't do this to me, man. I don't want to talk about that goddamn garbage. Can I give you another one? Yeah, sure. Let's hear it. Uh, this one's called Earthquake Advisory. Do you remember a couple weeks ago uh, we had an earthquake advisory? Because yeah, when they about, were like a big, big, big ones coming or something. Yeah, because yeah. we had about 200 tiny earthquakes back to back. There was an earthquake advisory uh, for California, uh, which is weird because I thought that living in Los Angeles was an earthquake advisory. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. That you moved here, you moved into an earthquake advisory. It's like bef before you walk into a... <clears throat> place where they're filming stuff and outside it says this area you're about to enter is a filming area where yeah. you could be on camera yeah yeah it's th like that yeah 
Like California has a big sign outside that says <laughs> earthquake definitely advisory. earthquakes gonna happen here yeah. if you move here. Our city is built on uh, a crack in the earth. Like you remember the cartoons where Elmer Fudd would try to catch uh, Bugs Bunny. And then he would just cover a hole with leaves. We live on the leaves. Our city is built on the leaves. <laughs> yeah, any second it's going to fall apart and we're all going to die. Yeah, if the wind blows too hard, as everything it's an earthquake advisor. Did you feel that little shaker the other day? No. You didn't? No. We had like a little boom, boom, biggity bang on a Saturday afternoon. I, that was a Bing Crosby song. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, boom, boom, biggity bang on a Saturday afternoon. (laughs) What's that song about? Banging? No, it's about earthquakes. (laughs) It's not about sex? Yeah, no. Well, I'm surprised. Color me shocked. Well, either that or I still uh, uh, have the information I thought when I was little. I thought it was always about earthquakes. Turns out everything adults say is about sex. We moved into the apartment next door. Because we had mold removed from our place when we moved back. I remember that. I think we left our earthquake kit in the in the apartment that we moved to. So now somebody else lives there, and I have to go get it back. That's uncomfortable because basically that means I have to walk over there and knock on the door and say, uh, in the event of an earthquake, I don't want you to live as much as I want me to live. <laughs> So give me back my earthquake kit. So can I please have my earthquake kit? You know that that's theirs now, right? That's, they, that's rightfully no theirs. Why a why a functioning adult with a mind would give back an earthquake? Yeah, kit. you never do that. Because guess what? Most people don't have an earthquake kit. Yeah. So if you got an apartment, no and, one wants to spend three hundred dollars. No. But if you find an earthquake kit, like by the way, an earthquake kit is just about the best thing you can find in an apartment other than a full pint of ice cream in the freezer. Yeah. In the free in the freezer when you first move like it. Like perfectly uh, perfect solidity. Yeah. Like there's no scoops out of it. And in a fact, spoon. There's a clean spoon next to it too. And also a tiny dishwasher for when you're done with it. And also um water for weeks. Listen, I want to say this. How about we be nice here in Los Angeles? Okay, I'm going to close up this joke. How about, no, how about we be nice, and when we move out of our apartments, we do a new thing where we leave a fresh pint of ice cream in the freezer. Because most of the time you have to take your fridge. But a lot of times you don't. A lot of times the fridge is part of the apartment. Not in my experience out here. Really? On the East Coast, 100%. I've, this is not my fridge. Oh, Whose fridge is this? It's the whoever. We should be talking about that. The whoever owns this place that I am renting it from. Oh, shit. You've never done that, man? My earthquake Also, you kit- know what I think I realized? I think putting an ice cream in the freezer, although it's a very nice jester, I don't think the power stays on that long after someone moves out. No, you left them uh, a soup. carton of milk. Milk soup. Yeah. Yep. You ever had milk soup? And milk bisque. Okay. Continue. My earthquake kit has to be over there because I can't find it in my apartment. Okay? My fiance put it somewhere. And I asked her, why did you hide the earthquake kit 
it's not going to be easier to find after the earthquake <laughs> happens. If you hide it, yeah, that, then it's not going to be easier to find. No. If anything, you should just leave it in the middle of the room and hope that we could still find it after the earthquake. Where did she hide it? In the other person's apartment. In the new other person's apartment. But when it was yours, where was it hidden? Closet. Well, that's not too hidden. Because usually a closet is just a door you know where to go to. If it is in my apartment and I can't find it, that means she hid it too well. Which can't possibly be Even if it's in a closet? Yes. It's, which it's not. I've looked in all the So closets. in your world. Apartment. In, in your apartment, in, if you if Zoya were not there, God forbid it, you would have an earthquake kit where I have my ET in a dress. It would be up on a counter like that so you could find it right away. In my perfect apartment world, I think so. And then I'd have seven hanging from the ceiling. Seven more Sporadically kits. throughout the room. <laughs> What if you had nothing but earthquake? Kids? I would have a beautiful couch, big fluffy couch. But when you look closer, it was just all earthquake. Kids. <laughs> what was I was gonna say, what if every seat was an earthquake kit? Yeah, yeah. Every piece of furniture, every piece, kitchen table. You like have an earthquake kit shaped refrigerator, <laughs> yeah. and then you open the door, which is also earthquake kits. And earthquake kit just fall onto the floor because yeah. it's not really a door. Uh huh. Yeah. And you just sleep on like 12 earthquake kits? A Lisa mattress put on top of a bunch of different earthquake kits? With earthquake kits as a blanket. (laughs) (laughs) Nice work, Mike. I like your comedy. Now it's time for History Road. actually happening right now. <laughs> they say comedic timing is the hardest thing to teach. It's got to come natural. This history road comes from Ali Mahmoud, and he says, my name is Ali, pronounced Ali. I hope you like this. I guess it was just one of those nights. You know the kind where your eyes droop low and your mouth is dry and you... Just need a little bit of So, I head down to the alley to meet my usual guy. And I said, hey, Slick Jim, do you got what I need? And he said, boy, I think I have what you need. And he pulled a little bag out of his pocket. And on it, it said, legendary. And I said, whoa, whoa, what's that there? I never seen that kind of stuff on this kind of out of town <laughs> and Slick uh, and Slick Michael said <laughs> well this is the legendary the legendary legend and he said what's the legend and Slick Bob said what 
You've never heard the legend? And so I said, listen, slick man, <laughs> tell me the legend. He said, okay. Long ago, in the land of Encino. David, please do me a favor and stress less, bro. High school is over, buddy. Get into it. We're losers. Was that Encino, man? And I said, shit, that's what I need. So, gave me a little bag of the legendary, and I said, hmm, might as well take a little trip to Encino, man. So, I hopped inside of my nice car, and I drove up and down the street until I reached a place where I thought that I could, you know, take a trip. So, I parked my car, hopped in the back seat, undid the bottom of my shoe and pulled out my gear. There was all of it in its great glory, and I said, hmm, I might as well take it easy since I ain't never had any of this Encino legend before. So I put some in the spoon, lit it up, and here we go down the vein. Oh, it goes in so nice and wide. Nice enough to give me a little buzz. And I said, so this is what happened to Brandon Frazier. Huh. <laughs> Sounds like the end of a dog episode. Tell me this goes on for another 45 minutes. Good ending. That was great. I also feel like I want that music track. For a long time. I just want it. <laughs> I want him to send me that track separately. Is that on iTunes, do you think? I w- if it is, I want it. All right. Well, that's it, guys. We did it. Another episode of Dynamic Banter Down the Can. How do you feel about that, Mike? Fine. Okay. All right. Well, guys, thank you so much for listening. Uh, If you want to submit your history roads to us, audio or otherwise, you can type it out as well. You can send that to dynamicbanter at gmail.com. Or you can tweet at Mike and I at dynamicbanter. Do you think you could send in a spiritual history road? I think they should try. You could do an audio one. Are we you talking Bible Jesus? Or? Bible Jesus is one. I'm okay. I'll, I'll give him a try about it. You don't have to. Guys, um, our world is very different now, or at least Mike and I. Our world is different now. Uh, we got, we're living in a different world now, and I hope you all please give us all of your thoughts and prayers for this new world that Mike and I are currently living in. And maybe even some of you listeners are, li- are living in it as well. Maybe you're also living in it. I'll tell you what it is. It's a, do- um, a dirty dog's nightmare. So if you guys want to give us all your vibes, I want it. And please send us all your sad eggs so that we have something to hug at night when we are ripped from our homes and deported back to the places we came from. I think we're going to be okay. We might be ripped from our homes. And if we are, I would love to wear a damn sad egg around my face to keep me warm in the dirty streets of this new world we live in. I think we're going to be all right. Well, I know how to start a fire. Of course I'm going to be all right. 
Well, guys, thank you so much for listening, and we hope you love the show. And if you do, then we would love it if you would rate and review our show on iTunes, because that would be great. And uh, we'll keep doing it because of that and nothing else. (laughs) Thanks for listening, guys, and we hope you catch us next time. Are you ever scared of opening up a dusty old cabinet and finding skeletons' bones in there? <laughs> I can't tell you how many times a week I have that particular worry. Well, Johnson's skeleton bones are never going to scare you because they're illuminated. They're glowing the dark skeletons' bones. You can put them in your boy's playpen. Watch out for skeletons' bones. Ske- <laughs> What's the difference between <laughs> skeletons? That's <laughs> 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 promo code skeletons. <laughs> B B B B I said I said <laughs> Man, I know I'm gonna be editing this later. <laughs> it's not gonna be funny. <laughs> Cause I'm just editing it, I wanna edit it. That was a headgum podcast.